0: Hydra- hydrating and stretching, like we're getting ready to run a marathon. <laughs> well, no, I mean, Ooh. Your, your hydration is more like getting ready to watch a marathon, <laughs> but that's. <laughs> I'm going to need more ice in this. It's going to take them a while. <laughs> <clears throat> so right. I've,
1: I, I've got an idea. You know how last week we talked about CNN Plus?
0: Yeah, I, I've got something uh, in there about under follow up about that.
1: <laughs> so, so here's my thought: given the week that they had, right after we discussed them, are there other things that we think are garbage that we can talk about this week?
0: Oh, oh, you mean like the Raiders? <laughs>
1: yeah, that, that works. I was actually thinking Twitter.
0: Totally fair totally fair uh how about moon Knight? uh i hear that's bad
1: oh it's total garbage it's awful it needs to go away uh aaron rogers how about that one
0: uh, um, you would like that
1: yes uh you know if we really have this power we should probably only use it for good
0: you mean like like other podcasts kind of stuff
1: No, just really stupid stuff that we talk about all the time, like the NCAA.
0: (laughs) Oh, boy, you're going to enjoy follow up this week. (laughs)
1: Welcome to Talking to Todd, a weekly podcast with Dwayne Johnson and Todd Friends, where failure is always an option. Thanks for joining us. Hey, Todd.
0: Hey, how's it going? Pretty good. How are you? Back here in UK Studio C or D, I've lost track. Um, Each week I just add more sound deadening stuff, so doing well.
1: Is this the last week of Todd's Remote Studios?
0: That's the plan. Um, <laughs> but um, there is an international flight coming up and I have to reenter the country and there's still rules. So we're going to say that's the plan. But um, when it comes to any of this stuff, uh, I have learned a long time ago Um, that hubris will be punished. So um, I I can't be definite on that because I don't have the final say.
1: Well, I'm I'm sure you'll be glad to get back to Studio A.
0: Uh, Lisa was just talking about that today. Like, boy, you get back to Studio A, you get your microphone. Uh, Lindsay actually, uh, when Lindsay got over here last week, uh, after we recorded the last show, she's like, you're actually recording from here? I'm like, "Uh, you're listening? she's like well not every episode um and then she's like wait did you bring all of your equipment (laughs) i'm like clearly you haven't been listening because the answer to that is no
1: no definitely no oh no no
0: no No. She was concerned because we were, because we took just a roller board for five weeks. Uh, We've, we've kind of got bare minimum of a lot of stuff. And and her comment was, she's like, well, I hope that you weren't uh, complaining about everything you couldn't bring and that you still managed to bring a microphone and a mic arm. No, no. Bigger suitcase.
1: 27 inch monitor.
0: Yeah, it's all fine. You know what? Those just fold up. Those just at least once, at least once they fold up.
1: Um did Lisa have any follow-up from this week? Let's jump right into follow-up. Did Lisa have anything? Amy still hasn't listened.
0: Uh we're in London and we we got stuff to do. So it turns out that listening to podcasts hasn't been the top of her of her list. So
1: and uh she hasn't yeah. missed anything. <laughs> <laughs> um Sarah Sarah has listened. Well, let's start with Greg and Sherry listened. Yes. Greg how do I put this? Greg said that his middle school where he teaches would love to receive the donation of Sarah's books. Hmm. And Sarah said, I'm not sure that this is middle school reading material. <laughs> um, because at one, do you remember when she was on the show? Yes. And she said, have you gotten to the tent scene yet? I got to the tent scene. Yes. Because I I was on the road this week and I, I'm, I'm, I think I'm two thirds of the way done now. I got to the tent scene. Yeah. Not middle school appropriate there. There are, I will, this isn't a spoiler alert, but there are lots of tents (laughs) in this book more so because i'd gotten to several different tents i wonder if this was and then i went oh, oh
0: this no this is be, the one this, this, this would be
1: yeah. this yes this would be the one there was also a section and it was just it was a throwaway line clearly a throwaway line but this alien had three penises okay it's an alien and i texted sarah about it because well two different things one i thought it was really awesome that i could just text the author and get a response i'm like i'm reading the stand and i could just send a text to stephen king or you know whatever
0: although although to be honest right let me let me throw that out um i mean there's a chance you could text Stephen King. There is, you're texting the author and expecting an actual reply. Like that, that's the key here. Yes. Yes.
1: Yes. yes. Um, so there's that. And then my comment to Sarah, particularly about the alien was, well, you know, if he had had five penises, his pants would fit like a glove.
0: Did any of that happen, or did you just set up a really bad joke? No, that actually that actually happened. All right. Well, sorry, Sarah. So. Oh, is that why she's changed her number? That's (laughs) (laughs) new phone. Who does the?
1: So I, I think we may need to find a different recipient or a different book to donate to Greg's middle school.
0: Or, or we just, we we donate it on behalf of Greg, and then Greg gets to meet a whole lot of parents.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Special inscription? Donated. (laughs) This book donated courtesy of Gregory James Pye. Yep. Just so that all three names, so that there's absolutely no confusion
0: as to which. Quote, this would be great for the middle school kids. Close quote.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah. So, so there's that.
0: (laughs) All right. So we'll work on that. We'll keep working.
1: Yes. I don't know how this is going to work. Poorly. Probably, okay? We got a voicemail this week. Really? Yes. Okay, so this this came in.
0: Hey, Marla, this is Doug. Um, buddies of mine used to have this line. I just miss hearing their voice from time to time. So I just wanted to let you know kind of what was going on. You really should check them out. They're called talking to Todd um just amazing they're on uh, season three um they're on cnn plus and so marla that you're somebody who has that show as well so check them out um they're wonderful and amazing people um and if this is the future and you're getting this then uh yeah they're probably not on spotify or anything anymore all right thank you <laughs>
1: Thanks to Doug for weighing in there. Uh, I'm sure Marla appreciated the
0: voicemail. We'll we'll make sure that gets to her.
1: Yes. Yeah. We'll pass that along.
0: (laughs) You know, you know why he got through because it's after it's after April 15th.
1: That's that's absolutely correct. Yeah. Things are. Yes. Back to normal.
0: Yes. (laughs) By the way, Dwayne, who sponsored that voicemail?
1: That voicemail was brought to you by dj to go Cedar Valley, your five-star DJ service in the Cedar Valley.
0: Excellent. Excellent. I'm starting to feel like we're doing like, this call to the bullpen is sponsored.
1: <laughs> I can tell you it's not sponsored by Verizon because my coverage in Austin this week was not good. No. No. No.
0: Did, didn't you have 5G everywhere? Just 5g, 5g couldn't you operate from the back of an ambulance using your 5G phone because I've seen a lot of commercials saying that.
1: I could not.
0: which yeah 4G, 3G, two and a
1: Occasion. well I had LTE, but quite often I had one bar of it, which does me almost no good.
0: you <laughs> <laughs> didn't pay for all the bars. That's our that's our ultimate plan.
1: See the problem with Austin is there's too many bars.
0: Oh, mm, yeah. There you go. I,
1: I and and because it was a work trip, I didn't find any of them. Officially. Yeah, you had to
0: per work rules. You had you had to avoid all the bars, meaning yes. you had no cell phone coverage. That's that's exactly what. That's happened. the bars that they meant.
1: Yes, it's got to be. Let's see any other way they could have interpreted that? Um, <sighs>
0: Uh, let's see. Uh, so, so that was, that's in our, uh, that was in our sort of our, our follow-up, right? Yeah. Uh, because, because Doug did mention CNN plus, um, <laughs> we mentioned them last week. We mentioned them in the cold open, Ooh, bad tough. week for bad, tough week. If, if, if you listened to this podcast last week and thought CNN plus sounds like a thing that I want to sign up for, well, you missed your chance because um, I think they're shutting down in three days.
1: It's not too late. Maybe they'll prorate your $4.99 a week.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, interestingly enough, this is how bad of a week they have, because we were, I was talking about how they only had like 10,000 subscribers to this service, 10,000 viewers. Yeah. You would think that that would be the reason to get canceled. It, it, it wasn't the reason. Um, they planned on launching CNN+. Plus and then warner media got sold to discovery and the cnn team figured we've already announced it we should launch this thing and now the president of cnn got fired during all of this but i'm sure everybody was like you know what you know what they might want to cancel this but if we get if we put all of this we put all this airtime into it we do all of this promotion we start taking people's money there's no way they can cancel it. So they basically launched it two weeks before the merger took place. Like the official merger. Oh, Oh, and then the new, and then the new people came in and within a week of them coming in went, yeah, that's dead. It, I, I heard on one podcast, it was sort of like CNN was like gonna like call their bluff. Like, Oh, you, if we launch this, you can't take this off the air. And the new people went, yeah. Well, I call, call and I can. So uh, rest in oh. peace, CNN Plus.
1: Uh, I'm busy looking up the definition of hubris and yet.
0: <laughs>
1: huh.
0: Speaking of hubris, um, yes. last year we talked about how um, even given all of the troubles the NCA was having, how I believe it was last year they extended um, the contract of uh, President Mark Emmert uh, through 2025. His contract wasn't even up and they gave him a multiple year extension. Yep. Um, he, he announced this week uh, that he will be resigning um, effective no later than June of next year. Um,
1: well, um, as soon as a replacement is on board, so it could be much sooner than that, but definitely no later than Mm, mm. June of 23, officially. They expect, hold on, breaking news. They No, no, they didn't. They didn't announce a replacement to get him out the door. But I'm betting they are efforting in that direction pretty quickly, yes.
0: I'm surprised somebody from the NCAA isn't on the phone to Elon saying, you got any spare cash? Yeah, so um, so Mark, Mark is out um, eventually here. Uh, I, did, I did read a, an unnamed college president in a, uh, in a sourced article basically said, well, the entire landscape of college sports has changed and the NCAA has to change with it. And you can't really expect to keep the old guard in uh, who fought so hard for the old ways, uh, who basically led us to the court cases that we lost. You can't expect them to stay. Job well done. A roller coaster ride there in the president's office in the NCAA. You're doing a great job. Here's an extension and you're out. So, oh, you know what he could do? He could run CNN plus, oh, sorry. Oh, he just missed out on that. Let's see. Um, what do we have here? We've got, uh, oh, hey, we've got, uh, we have Idiots of the Week. Yeah. Yeah. Um, let's see, a few of them here. Uh, number one, did you see the Texas junior college pitcher who the
1: linebacker?
0: Yes. Who wrapped up and took down the guy that, that hit. So in a game, somebody hits a home run as he's rounding third, the pitcher just comes over, nails him right in the side and takes him to the ground. I did see a couple of tweets that said uh, nobody uh, n- nobody in Texas college sports has tackled like that in the last 15 years. Um, maybe taking a dig at the Longhorns. I don't know. Um, and he he did face some consequences. He got suspended four games by the league for doing that. And I think he got kicked off the team because the coach said that's, that's no good. However, did you see who actually got – more punishment than the pitcher that did that uh no i don't know where this is going okay the batter got suspended two games for taunting
1: okay or
0: apparently being a target i don't know anyway he got suspended for two games when the pitcher hit him it was on the third base side closest to the batter's dugout and he took him down the league suspended any player That left the dugout or any coach that left the dugout. Now, these two teams are supposed to play a four game series. This was game one. The league made both teams forfeit. Again, I don't know why, made both of them forfeit. Because they suspended all of the players and they suspended a couple of players from the pitchers team, but they had to run all the way across and they didn't get into the thing. Anyway, the team whose player got decked because they had people who came out of the dugout, they couldn't field enough people to play games two and games three. So the league was telling them that they were going to have to forfeit the second and third game of the series. (laughs) To which that team was going to appeal. But anyway, basically, if this all plays out, the pitcher actually helped his team win two subsequent games. I don't know that he gets the W's for those because he's off the team. But I'm thinking, you know, if you're in the league, you're like, wait, the pitcher came over and decked the guy and his team should probably uh, forfeit the next two games. Okay, sure. Idiots all around pitcher, whatever. I don't. Yeah. I also, I also did see one sports writer who, uh, one sports writer who said, uh, in response to this, it's about time batters start learning some manners and not taunting pitchers. Well, that's one way to look at it. (laughs) Um, Speaking of baseball, let's move to MLB. Okay. Um, Consensus in the in Major League Baseball, between players, managers, everybody, who's the worst umpire in the major leagues year after year? Generally, there's a consensus on this.
1: Well, there was some debate until um, Joe... Oh, Country
0: shoot. Joe West uh, retired?
1: Yes. Yeah. When Country Joe West was still umpiring... There, there was a legit debate as to whether it was him or Angel Hernandez who was worse. Now, I don't think there's any debate.
0: Nope. And once again, in case there was, uh, I think earlier in the last week, uh, there was a game um, in which eventually former Cub Carl Schwarber got thrown out of the game for arguing balls and strikes. And he basically, after the game, said, I just had it. Like, this was so bad. And players from both teams were like, yeah, that wasn't good. but. I mean, it was bad for, he was consistently bad for both teams. Um, a, a service that tracks, um, tracks umpires said on balls and strikes, he only had, he had a 77% success rate and that he missed 11, 11 yes. strike calls in a nine inning game.
1: Yeah. Yeah. There were 11 pitches that were strikes that he called his balls uh, you know
0: whatever whatever he, god he's awful yep 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 and yet he's been in major leagues like what 20 years yeah yeah, yeah. he's he's a veteran <laughs> you don't you don't just get that kind of veteran leadership just from the new guys <laughs> um last one I have for you. This is, this is going to be one of those, uh, this is going to be everybody's favorite, uh, vi- uh, uh, this is going to be a, ver- a visual gag. Um, again, cause I'm in, cause I'm in England, we're going to talk, we're going to talk a little bit about football now and later. Uh, last night there was a, a champions league match, semifinal match between, um, Manchester city and Real Madrid. And in And all of these knockout matches, except for the final, it's, there's two legs to the match. So it's, it's aggregate and that kind of throws everybody off. So basically the way to think about it is you play, they, they play a home and home series. So if you think about it, really the way to think about it is they play the first half of this at one play at, at one stadium. And then the following week they play the second half. The halves just happen to be complete games. Okay. So um, we were out at the theater. Didn't see it. Got home, whatever. And I looked at the. Uh, I looked at ESPN, and for a second, I had my ESPN set to. Um, I had my ESPN set to the US version, and I think the US. So then I had to flip to the UK because for a second I'm like, mm, that doesn't seem right. So uh, so here is the UK headline. Uh, this is the ESPN UK version headline, and um, you can just see here what it says. Just just look at the headline. It's, it's perfectly legit.
1: Man City Edge Madrid in seven goal thriller.
0: Yep. And at the top of the picture, it even says first leg, right? That uh-huh. sums it all up. It does. However, it says first
1: leg, 4-3. Seven-goal thriller. Yep. Yep. Dramatic 4-3 victory.
0: Yes? If if you went to the ESPN US site, the intern was writing the headlines, and this is what you saw.
1: Man City holds off Real
0: Madrid to advance. (laughs) The Champions League final. But... Nope. 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 Not how it works. Not how any of that works. Only played half. It even says on the picture, first leg, first leg of two.
1: Well, in the picture, the guy is doing a header. Yes. He's not even using his leg. If if the if the intern perhaps thought that the ball was coming up, it came off the first leg. I, I don't know what the intern was thinking. I can't explain it.
0: Well, that's why they're nominated for idiots of the week. Uh, yes. Somebody needs to explain soccer to ESPN world worldwide leader in sports worldwide, the worldwide
1: leader in us sports.
0: There you go. That makes more sense. All right. Um, let's see where are we at here. Oh, uh, I uh, travel stores. Oh, well, you have yeah, nominee? I've,
1: I've got a piece of late breaking follow up. Okay. This was just texted to us while we're recording from Sherry yes. High. Yes. Uh, a dateline, God knows. Quilcene, Washington. Headline of the story Woman rescued from Washington National Park toilet after falling in to get phone. <laughs> I'm wondering if this woman needs a hydration unit from talking to Todd because (laughs) actually it sounds
0: like what she needs is sounds like what she needs is a new phone (laughs) best best case scenario best case scenario is that her phone was in a toilet in the national park and she pulled it out that's as good as it gets and everything from there is worse or maybe better. I don't, anyway. Go ahead.
1: Uh, authorities in Washington said firefighters had to rescue a California woman who fell into a toilet at a national park while trying to retrieve her cell phone. The Brendan Fire Department said on its Facebook page that a woman in her 40s was using the restroom at Olympic National Forest when she dropped her cell phone in the toilet. She first took apart the toilet seat and tried using dog leashes to try to get it out. Eventually, she took the leashes to help support herself, which failed.
0: Wave off. Wave off. (laughs) And fell into the vault head first. Oh, Oh boy.
1: After trying for about 15 to 20 minutes to get herself out, she could grab her cell phone and call 911 for help. I think that would have been my first move. Not what... Anyway, yes. So uh, follow up on porta potty stories. I am so glad that Sherry did not take this path in trying to retrieve her snacks.
0: Yeah, yeah. I'm just, I'm just, I'm hoping that we're not getting into. I mean, we, 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 Sherry shared her story. We've talked about some stories on Ray, right? We got to be careful. We, this cannot porta potty stories cannot become a, a recurring bit. I'm just telling you, they cannot. But thank you, Sherry, for the uh, real-time follow-up.
1: She, my favorite paragraph, she was washed off and strongly encouraged to seek medical attention after being exposed to human waste, but she only wanted to leave. <laughs> and you can't hardly blame her. Just get me out of here. Don't prep my name. I mean,
0: I'll say Everyone... what, I mean, I mean, Somebody had a really crappy day. Oh, uh, okay. <laughs> speaking of speaking of bad days, um, yes. it sounds like your your travel did not. I mean, not that bad, but your travel uh, uh, you, you, you had you had some travel angst as well.
1: So uh, I was in Austin this week for work. Flew back last night through DFW and I'm sitting in the Austin airport at my gate and there's an identical flight to DFW from my gate leaving 30 minutes prior. So I'm waiting, I'm looking at the, and I'm a little confused, but uh, okay, just they go to DFW all the time, apparently. So it's, this is just a standard, whatever, so I walk up because I think my 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 connection might be a little tight. I went up to the counter. The guy said, what's your name? Did it, 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 bop, bop, bop. Here's a ticket. Boom. And I went on the early flight, which as it turned out was fortuitous. Because when I got off the plane at DFW, I started to go from B5 to c 17 it's dfw so you got to ride the train three stops It's in a
0: different county <laughs> it, it is
1: right three stops over walk up as i'm walking up to c17 the guy makes an announcement saying you're going to a5 <laughs> fine whatever great so off we go Back on the tram, all of us, all of the Des Moines passengers from DFW to Des Moines, all the Des Moines passengers cram onto the train, several of us, and several of them, several trains at this point, get over, walk up to the next gate. You're now going, kid you not, (laughs) you're now going to a 28 He's like, it's that way. So all of us just start walking uh yeah but with all of that i am really glad that i was on the early flight because if not i would have gone well either i would have missed it all and just gone right to the correct gate yeah it just would have passed you by yeah yeah um or i would have i would have initially gotten on the on the train going the wrong direction And already been so far behind that, um, well, as it turned out, the flight was delayed by 20 minutes anyway, taking off. So um, anyway, and surprise travel story, um, ran into sitting in the DFW airport, Lucas's old principal from middle school. So I, so we spent, 25 minutes in the Dallas Airport catching up. It was it was the best thing that happened the entire trip was I ran into Ann and Ann and I had time to just catch up and, and see what was going on with each other. So that was that was really good. That was that was a nice thing that happened in travel. We don't often tell nice travel stories. That was nice. So how about you? How's your week? How's your travel then?
0: Um, you know, not too bad. Um, you know, boat, train, more train underground buses, the whole thing. Um, we, we did, we were out this weekend. We went to, uh, on the weekends, we went to a number of markets, uh, because I love being around thousands and thousands of people. Um, it's just, it's, I just love it. Um, so we went to the crowded places, the the most crowded places we could find in London. Um, that was cool. I am getting concerned, however, um, that, um, there's a trend I'm, I'm noticing in London where, um, Businesses are trying to outdo themselves with um, names to get your attention. So uh, here is one. I believe this was on, I think this one's at Portobello Road. Egg slut. (laughs) Yeah.
1: Uh, I have eaten at Egg Slut in Las Vegas, which actually is fairly, actually is more appropriate than uh, well maybe maybe not than in london but yes oh so it's a chain yes (laughs) oh they make uh, a really good sandwich for the record (laughs) here's the the thing about the one in vegas the eggs spin around the poles before you then fry them and put them on a sandwich
0: (laughs) yeah okay those are dancers yes dancing eggs all right. They're dancing eggs. Um, not not to be outdone. Uh, this one was over by Brick Lane on uh, Sunday, and I don't even know what this one. I if 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 the first one serves eggs, I don't even know what this one serves.
1: Dirty dicks. <laughs> yep. Does yep. it serve?
0: Is this a hot dog place? <laughs> Didn't get close enough. Um, and then, <laughs> it's it's brought. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then this one, uh, we went to, uh, went to the theater last night, and while we were waiting for the bus, I saw this sign, and I thought... Uh, This is an interesting sentiment. Um, It's the street sign. The government is trying to do something here, but I'm not sure that they're aiming high enough.
1: (laughs) Pedestrian casualty reduction signal timings experiment. I would prefer if I were a pedestrian (laughs) to not be part of an
0: experiment. Well, and my thought is, yes, and... um, (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> this isn't this isn't trying to eliminate pedestrian casualties they're just trying to reduce them look look some people are going to get hit we're all we're, we're all in agreement that that we're just trying to bring the number down to a reasonable number <laughs> you know what if you set your expectations low it's much easier to exceed them
1: there's going to be some loss We've admitted yeah. it. We, we've yeah. we've reconciled that we're just trying to, you know, we're when not, I.
0: We're not going to make promises that we can't keep with this government. OK. <laughs> you
1: know, when I was when I was in recycling. We had some zero waste initiative people. And yeah. their argument was, well, if you're not for zero waste, how much waste are you for? And I'm like, okay, fine, yes. But realistically, come on. Now in this case, realistically, they're not wrong. <laughs> and, and they're not wrong on a permanent sign. So <laughs> you know they're committed to some casualties.
0: I mean, the cool thing is, is when the experiment ends and they take the sign down, you won't know whether the changing, like you can still see people being hit, like smashed, right? But you won't know where the signal timings mean fewer people or the experiment didn't work, right? Any result is a result. That's the beauty. It's science. It's just science. Anyway there you go there's uh there's some there's some uh humor from uh from the trip oh that's nice nice work thank you thank you i mostly just stood there and went oh that's funny Snap. okay
1: oh so lots of travel have you even had time to watch anything
0: um, yes, but not on TV um, because we're in London. Uh, we're watching. We're going to the West End watching some shows. Um, uh, I've watched the least. Lisa and Lindsay are are way ahead of me in shows. The two that um, the two that I've watched while here, uh, first one we went to was Matilda. Um, I don't, have you seen that one? I I, I have no, Is there waltzing involved? Is this a waltzing Matilda? We made the same joke. Lisa and I made the same joke going in. And I said, there's only, um, there's only two songs. Uh, there's Walt Matilda and then uh, Timey Wallaby Down. Uh, Timey Kangaroo Down, whatever. Whichever one, right? And then, um, which, which of course those two songs are the co... <laughs> which is, everybody knows.
1: <laughs>
0: those, are two, those are the two co-national anthems of Australia. Um, so, turns out um, no, it's really, it was, it was excellent. It was incredibly entertaining. Um, and, uh, we both went in, uh, we, we haven't read the book, um, just went in and, uh, it's really good. And there is something about seeing a, I'm going to say a five or six year old standing on stage at a West End theater by herself, belting out her song and acting that Lisa and I go, well, what the hell are we doing with our lives? Um, <laughs> Good for her. Yeah, yeah. Just, uh, there you go. Um, and then the other one that we went to uh, last night, um, the three of us went to uh, Come From Away. Oh, so great show. Lisa and, I, Lisa and I have seen it here um, before. And then Lindsay watched it with us on the Apple TV Plus on Apple TV on Apple TV. Um, and we, so we saw it again and, uh, man, that's just, that's a good show. Like, that's just, that is a, that is a fantastic, uh, show. Uh, so, um, yeah, I didn't, I didn't, didn't, didn't get to watch any bad TV. Cause I was, I was watching come from away. So well,
1: well, welcome to the rock.
0: Yeah. Uh, and you're in enti- You're, you're, a, you're, uh, you're an ambassador for such. So uh, I, yes, yeah. I am. Um, just, just in case there's just a preclude any follow-up, uh, Lindsay and Lisa went to six. Um, Damn. they also, they also went to, um, today they went to Dear Evan Hansen. Um, while Lindsay and I were at the football match, Lisa went to, uh, for her 11th time, the Book of Mormon and, Hello. Uh, to, and tonight, uh Lindsay just got back from Hamilton, which is playing down the street from us. So much theater has been consumed on this trip. Nice. Um, what about you? What are you watching? Um, uh,
1: like you, I guess, um, live performances, uh, we did a we did a client event and we hired a band in Ooh. Austin to entertain Ooh, there's a. At band. This- Yes, right? Oh, uh, well look, there's a band. <laughs> oh, never gets old. The uh, And it, it was, you can find her on Instagram, Brie Bagwell, and her her band. Lots of country, I mean, as would it be expected in Austin. Lots of country stuff, but, and a few originals, or a few original songs, uh, and a lot of, 90s john anderson vince gill they did a really really nice job and the trip went uh, like i said the trip went really well the client event went really well but um i saw brie bagwell in concert and so when she hits the charts i'll be able to see say i saw her i don't know at some point i guess in austin but she's really good excellent yeah did so what what do you do you want to how do we want to do uh you want to go first you want me to go first
0: um you can go first if you want okay what did you learn this week
1: so this is this is again because i can text the author and get a response and because we've also had this conversation when we interviewed sarah about the pronunciation of some characters names yes right There is a character in Splice named S-A-R-O-L-E-A. And I was, I'm like, okay.
0: You you just change one letter so you don't get sued. That's the trick.
1: So I texted Sarah. um, Every time I read this character's name, I keep thinking about frozen desserts (laughs) because nobody does it like Sarah Lee, right? (laughs) Yes. Right. A, actual pronunciation, Sarah Leah.
0: Mm. Mm. That's on you. Yeah.
1: Yep. Totally on me. And then two, and this is the part that I learned. You know how like um misheard lyrics? Of,
0: mm-hmm. uh, the Elton yes. John
1: song, yeah, you know, Hold Me Closer, Tony Danza. Yes, for example. Here's the thing about Nobody Doesn't Like Sarah Lee.
0: Nobody doesn't like Sarah Lee.
1: Officially, the tagline was their long running slogan everybody doesn't like something but nobody doesn't like sarah lee
0: okay i'm just going to say as marketing experts that we are that's terrible because now you have two double negative you have a double negative that you're trying to like don't don't do that you know what they deserve that people have learned something else cuz that's crap that's just terrible
1: and yet I forever my entire life I thought the slogan was nobody doesn't like Sarah Lee
0: no who else but who but it's here's the thing though I think most people think that yeah and if that's not their slogan that means it's probably not trademark so we should go get the trademark (laughs) quickly yes
1: (laughs) so anyway so nobody doesn't like Sarah Lee apparently is is the slogan um but everybody likes sarah leah great character just just want to throw that out there uh and if you haven't read splice you should unless you're a middle schooler in the greater chicago area at which point not so much how about you
0: um two things learned two things this week number one uh saturday night uh i was on the underground um gonna go out, take some photos. Um, I learned the proper use of wearing a face mask. Turns out, uh, the proper use of a face mask. It turns out we've been doing this all wrong. Um, There was a gentleman sitting across from me down a couple of seats. Um, Face masks are at your discretion here, like, you know, whatever. Um, He had a face mask. Um, This is what he was doing with it. He had an exceptionally (laughs) <laughs> uh, this gets back to maybe i'll be back next week maybe not um he 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 had his face mask and he had it in his hand and he was using it to wipe his nose like a handkerchief and i noticed this because he was having to do this like every 30 seconds because he was kind of sick uh
1: <laughs> oh my God. buddy best Best ever use of a face mask. Yep. Yep. Stellar work. Yeah. Oh, can't believe this um, didn't make idiots of the week. Okay.
0: If I would have read my notes more carefully, it would have. Um, <laughs> um, second thing I learned this week is um, I thought that I thought that Lindsay and I um, had been exposed to a real English football Match um, a couple of years ago, and this week I learned we had not until Monday night. Um, so in 2017, Lindsay and I went to a Manchester United match um, at Old Trafford. Um, it, I was very. It, we had a great time. It was interesting. Old Trafford seats like 70,000 plus minus people, so it's like an NFL stadium. Um, there were some significant differences that were very interesting, uh, but the reality is, it was at the end of the season. Uh, Man United had a, their season wasn't great. They finished like fifth. Um, They were playing, ironically, they were playing Crystal Palace. And um, United scored like in the 15th and 17th minute. And so the game was never in doubt. It's a big stadium. Yeah, I was like, yeah, we've been there. So we talked multiple times about the tickets. So, So our Saturday afternoon match now got changed to a Monday night match in South London. So Lindsay and I took the train and went out there. And, uh, we, we, we got the full, well, not the full, we got, we got, we got an English football experience, um, on the train, uh, with us, um, it's about a 30 minute ride out. Um, we were standing there because the train was full and we were surrounded by Leeds fans. Um, so they'd made the, the, the journey down. Um, "Eh, they're nice it's fine. Nope, no problems. I mean, we're not wearing crystal Palace stuff, whatever, but as soon as we step off the platform near the train station. um, A few cars ahead of us, at least 20 or 30 people file out and are singing uh, songs, the the Crystal Palace songs, at the top of their lungs. And Lindsay's comment was, I'm glad we weren't in that car Um, because that would have been a lousy ride. And um, it was about a 15-minute walk to the stadium. Um, Good news, I didn't need to use Apple Maps. We just followed all of the people. Um, that chanting and singing uh, 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 at the top of their lungs continued for the full 15 minutes. So, so that was great. Um, on the way to the stadium, uh, some people, I believe, probably had already um, had a few beers um, before the match, you know, just to loosen up. Um, um, pre- yeah. Pre-game. Yep, yep. What I will say is this stadium is in a neighborhood. I mean, it is in a neighborhood. Um, the, the end, one of the, like we walked, when we walked there, one of the end of the stadium, um, there's the end of the stadium, there's a street and there are literally row houses facing the stadium. Really? Yes. There's actually houses on all four sides of this. So to get from the train station there, we're just walking through neighborhoods, just walking through neighborhoods. And, um, I don't, I don't know why, but um, about halfway there, again, 15-minute walk, maybe less. Some people have been on the train for a while. They'd already been celebrating. Um, we walked past what had been designated the pee fence um, because there were five guys all lined up just peeing against the fence. Mind you, this is in a person's front yard. This is, and Lindsay's like, this must suck on game matches to live here. Yes. Um, not everybody... Um, was using the pee fence though. Uh, somebody had opened a gate and gone into somebody's backyard and, and was peeing uh, just in somebody's backyard. And uh, somebody had made a comment about, hey, come on. And he shouted at the top of his lungs. Uh, and, and I wrote this down because I want to make sure that you know, there's no legal ramifications. He yelled, we are Leeds United and we pee where we want. So that gives you an idea of what we were in store for the rest of the match. Um, most of the crowd was fine again, (laughs) 99, 98, 99% of everybody was lovely. It's just the, you know, whatever. Um, we got into the stadium, uh, and, um, I sent, oh, I got, I, by the way, I really, I got a lovely text message while I was on the train. While I was on the train, I got a lovely text message from, uh, from Greg, um, suggesting some promo activities I could do for talking to Todd. Yes. Um yeah yeah we we didn't do that but he he did he did uh he was actually like watching like he was watching the clock as to when the match would be. Um I sent I sent to uh to you and you and Greg uh the the picture from our seats. Um they were technically not um obstructed seats. If you sat down you could technically see the field. Um however if you stood up uh, You could barely see the far 18-yard box because there's a roof on the stadium and right below that is the media gantry. And um, so it was kind of like looking out of like a letterbox. Lindsay's like, this is the tickets you got us? Like, you've been talking about this for like a month. I'm like, I bought a membership. I tried. (laughs) The sad thing is, There were cheaper tickets available that would have had a much better view. I just I had never been to that stadium, so I didn't realize. Um Love and Learn. Yep, yep. Um, and then um also when we were at Man United, uh, we were at one end of the stadium, and the visitor section was at the far other end of the stadium. In this one, we were on the opposite sideline from from the dugouts, as they are, and three sections down. Are the leeds united supporters and there were a lot of them and and with english football with most international football there's a lot of singing a lot of chanting um directly next to us sitting in the uh, there, there were there were some super fans um they were being very helpful they were actually suggesting that people they have a group of buddies that want to get together and sing and so uh before the match people who had seats there they were being directed to go someplace else uh sorry we're going to be singing here so my 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 buddies have those seats down there so you go down there and they come up here and then they proceeded to um, to sing and chant through the uh and stand through the entire uh match um again full english football um most of them I can't repeat here or in a middle school in Chicago they're they're wow yeah um, <laughs> The very first time, uh, one one of their buddies was on the other side of us. The very first time the referee made a even slightly questionable call against the home team. The only thing that came out of his mouth would have to be bleeped, even on HBO. Oh, 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 dear. Oh, wow. I don't think what you just told him to do is physically possible. Anyway, um, so that was cool. The other couple of things, um, let's see, the other couple of things I learned. uh, Oh, yeah, yeah. So from where we were sitting, not only was the field when when you stood, not only was the field obstructed, at some point I also realized I can't see a scoreboard, which is fine because this is two lower table English football teams, so there was no score. So you didn't need that. That was superfluous couldn't see the clock oh how much time yeah you could there was nothing there was just nothing um there was an instant replay board in the stadium uh, but you couldn't see that so i had to pull out the phone and actually keep track of um uh the score the substitutes um what was called um on that and again Lindsay, Lindsay just keeps looking at me like dude you picked them." i just I could have been a book of Mormon tonight. Um, and then the last, (laughs) we had fun. Um, and (laughs) and then the last thing is, but because they were obstructed, um, they did provide, um, they did provide some TVs. Um, let me send this to you and you will be able to see what they provided us the um the one
1: that's not on
0: yeah the one that's broken was in our section (laughs) so so like that 32 inch tv for the entire section wasn't on however what i realized was um if you scroll all the way over to the left Uh, you can see the TV that was on for the other section. And if you zoom in, you can see what was being displayed on the TV during the match.
1: Crystal, it's an advertisement for the Crystal Palace Beer Festival. So,
0: one, I thought that's what we were at. <laughs> <laughs> all, all proof said that that's where we already were. Number and the, two, And the score of the game was 22 to 20. That would have been exciting that would have been amazing and number two in our obstructed seats they put tvs on but instead of showing the game or the score or the clock they just use it to put ads on the entire time sure why not (laughs) um here's what i will say though um we did leave. Actually, Lindsay was like, look, we should probably get like we left in the 85th minute. So we, we ducked out five minutes early to get to the train station to catch an earlier train before um, before everybody who had had all the beers and all the singing was going to get on the train. So we were fine
1: um, because because Leeds United might be
0: where they want. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, what i will say is this i I made it sound really bad but on the other hand um actually it's like yep this this is what english football is about and what i will tell you is having gone to i don't know 60 major league 60 major league soccer games 10 more international friendlies um some college football professional like all of this um this was only twenty five thousand people in the stadium and uh the atmosphere for the 14th versus 16th place team in the table <laughs> and the uh when you get when you get a couple of thousand people all chanting um uh and singing the same song admittedly potentially saying that they want death to the other people that are singing and chanting to the people anyway that's fine it's an atmosphere it is absolutely an atmosphere um so uh we got back and and lisa's like how did it go and i'm like that was that was interesting and she's like oh would you go again and i'd be and i said yeah yeah i'll go again yeah just not going to bring one of those defense signs because there might be Leeds united supporters around
1: The music is happy boy by Kevin MacLeod. You can subscribe to talking to Todd, wherever you get your pods, just search talking in the number two, no G no space. You can tweet us on Facebook. You can check out our award-winning merch on Zazzle, which I did this week. Actually, um, they had um, playing cards on sale so I made us custom playing cards. I don't know if you can. Can you read that?
0: Uh, no, I cannot.
1: Uh, it says no one ever accused these guys of playing with a full deck. And it's got our logo on it. <laughs> they, they also had a deal for custom golf balls. So I now have a dozen golf balls with our heads on them and talking to to Todd um, and a a putting line so that I can line the ball up to make sure that it goes in because I like those. So uh, if you're interested in talking to Todd Swag, you can check out the page on Zazzle. Uh, You can leave us a voicemail like Doug did at 515-Also-CPA. Uh, pretty easy to get through now. Now the tax season is over, covered that already. Thanks to our listeners and our sponsors, Toddler3187. And as always, you can send us your feedback to feedback at talkingtotodd.com. Todd?
0: You know, given that the, uh, London, uh, the London traffic people are running a pedestrian casualty uh, experiment, uh, I'm that's that's inspired me i think we should think about running a listener casualty reduction experiment
1: (laughs) (laughs) and i'm just hopeful that we don't have to clean anything up next week (laughs) when we're back on talking to todd safe travels home thanks everybody for joining us hear us next week
0: by the way we can't get golf balls made for the other podcast do you know why
1: no why
0: yeah the the balls would consistently just keep flying to the left